I hope you enjoyed the last two episodes where I talked about dismantling the isms plaguing our nation and world and the benefits of worship. If you missed them, please go back and listen to episodes 70 and 71. Today, I want to follow up on the prayer episode I did a few weeks ago by answering a few questions. Let's get right into it. The first question is, I'm confused. When people say God answers prayers, what about when you pray for something and God doesn't give you what you prayed for? God does answer prayer, but he doesn't relinquish his sovereignty and his omniscience when doing so. God hears our prayers and he answers them according to his will for us and what is best for us. Sometimes we get exactly what we pray for. Sometimes we get something else. Either way, he answered prayer. And remember, no is still an answer. It is just not an answer most of us want to hear. Sometimes no means God has a better plan. Sometimes it means the thing or person you asked for is not beneficial or will hurt or harm you. Whatever no means in your situation, it is an answer to prayer. I read somewhere it is hard to hear God's voice when you have already decided what you want him to say. In episode 68, my special guest, Tony Clark, and I talked about prayer being a two-way street. You talking to God and then God speaking back to you. If you have already determined when you pray what you want God's response to be, you are not going to be open to how he chooses to answer your prayer. There are song lyrics that say something like, you know better than I. You know the way. I'll take the answers you supply because you know better than I. You have to learn to trust God, to know and to do what is best for you and trust his plan and his path for your life. There's a scripture that says, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. You can confidently trust a God that has a good plan for your life and who is not trying to bring harm your way. Remember when as a child you asked your mother or your father for something they knew wasn't good for you, like staying up late on a school night to watch a movie or a show? Your parent probably said no because they could see beyond that moment and knew how tired you would be the next morning from insufficient sleep. They knew that one late night would probably lead to a series of additional late nights that would not only create bad sleeping habits, but also affect your attention and grades at school down the road. You were looking at the immediate picture while your parent was thinking about the long-term picture and the consequence of the short-term action. God operates very much the same way. He sees what you can't see. He knows what you don't know. He can see down the road and around the corner while you can only see a block or two away from your house. There's a scripture that says, For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. As the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts than your thoughts. Okay, next question. I don't know what to say when I pray. Can you help? I am going to share with you three examples of types of prayers you can pray. First is a prayer of thanksgiving and declaration. In episode 68, my special guest, Tony Clark, gave a great example of this type of prayer. Let's hear the clip. 
Father God, I thank you for this day. I thank you that I woke up to this day. I thank you for life. Lord, I thank you for your faithfulness and your goodness and your graciousness to me. I thank you that you hold life. You hold me in your hand. And all that will come with today, you have been out there ahead to make sure I come through it well. And I, I thank you for your loving kindness and your tender mercies. In Jesus' name, amen. Tony's prayer began with acknowledgement of who God is, Father God. She then shifted to uh, thanksgiving for her blessings and a declaration of who God is in her life and what she believes he will do for her. And she ended it or, or sealed it with saying in Jesus' name. That is what it means to pray in his name. Tony's prayer is scripturally accurate because the Bible tells us in everything we should give thanks. And to not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. My daily prayer is very much like Tony's, except it is specific to my life and my situation, what I have to be thankful for, what I am dealing with, and how I view God based on his word and my relationship with him. The second type of prayer you can pray is one where you quote God's word or scripture. I do this often. And an example is as follows. Thank you, God, for this day that you have made. Thank you for sending your word to heal me and to deliver me from every destruction. Thank you that you are working everything out for my good. Thank you that your goodness and your mercy are my bodyguards. I ask that you would send your angels to surround me and my family today. Be a present help in trouble. Heal what's sick. Strengthen what is weak. Shield what needs to be protected. Do the impossible. Make the crooked places straight and the rough places plain. Help me to meditate on your word throughout this day and to have the peace that passes all understanding. Help me to remember the joy of the Lord is my strength, that no weapon formed against me will prosper, and that I have victory over every obstacle and challenge that I might face today, because I can do all things through Christ who gives me the strength. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. That entire prayer was a paraphrase of multiple scriptures I can recall from reading and studying God's Word. This type of prayer is effective because if God promises it in the Bible, you can confidently believe it, stand on it, declare it, and expect it to happen. When you pray this way, it is not just words filling a space. You are weaponizing your faith, using God's word to change a situation. You know, there's a scripture that says God's word is alive and full of power. There's another scripture that says that we should therefore come boldly to the throne of grace, that we might obtain mercy and find grace to help in our time of need. The third type of prayer I want to mention today is one that Jesus directed his disciples to pray. It can be found in Matthew chapter 6, verses 9. And I have posted it for your reference on my website at www.tryagainwithmonique.com. And that prayer is, Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts, as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever. 
Amen. This is a pretty comprehensive prayer and can easily be memorized until you develop your own personal approach to prayer. But however you decide to pray, be sure to leave room for God to be sovereign while you are making your request known to Him. That is all I have for today. Remember, if you have any questions you want me to answer on future Q&A episodes, please comment on any of the platforms you are listening from. You can message me via the Try Again with Monique Facebook page, or you can go to my website, www.tryagainwithmonique.com, and click on the talkback button to leave me a voice message. Also remember the prayer Jesus gave his disciples, that third prayer I talked about, can also be found on my webpage. You can listen to past episodes on my webpage as well, ad and commercial free. Thanks for listening to today's episode. Bye for now.